The best part about my job is asking your questions, the fan questions you submit. And we had such good ones for Billie Eilish. I got out of bed to do this interview. I got COVID, not lying. And I'm going to go get back in bed. But when Billie Eilish says she wants to talk, you get out of bed. And you talk to Billie Eilish. Uh, if you would, please, if you do anything, please subscribe so we can keep doing these, asking your questions with OHP Uncut. It's Billie Eilish. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hey, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm just great. How you doing? You want to you really know? <laughs> I do. How you doing? I thought that I uh, had a cold. And then I got a COVID test on Friday. And it's straight up COVID. Whoops. Oh, no. So, yeah. That kind of put a damper on the plans. I, uh, I mean, I don't feel terrible. But um, there it is. I'm fully vaccinated, too. And still... Well, I'm so sorry. That's that's great to hear. <laughs> right so are you ready for the album? You've mentioned you wanted to give it like a timeless feel. And I think you've done that. Describe a little bit about what you meant by that, um, not just for, for the audience, but also for you. Things being timeless has always been something that I've thought about, whether or not I've uh, achieved it, really. But I think that, you know, I really um, appreciate when things don't sound... Um, what's the word aged like or, or, or dated yeah that's what I meant like you know because there are songs that I can I love but then I listen to a few years later and I'm like wow that that song really sounds like that period of time or like I'll listen to a song and I'll be like wow this sounds like a period of time that already happened or you know I don't know so I think that I, I just think that you know songs that feel the same forever are just so, I mean, amazing, you know, immaculate. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes you hear things or see things and you're like, we're going to look back on this in five years and laugh at that shit. You can just tell. Yeah. Um, and you, you've got some influences like Julie London. I think if you listen to Lost Cause, you can't not hear Julie London in that song, right? Yeah. For, for, for vocals, for sure. I've got some fan questions. I want to ask those because... I promise I would. We don't have much time, so I'll jump into them. I would like to sit here and just have a sweeping conversation with you. Uh, and some of them are really good, to be honest with you. Kira says that Billy says she has, I, I don't know the word, where you can like see color and you know smell. Syn and synesthesia. Yeah, synesthesia. So what color and smell do NDA and everybody dies have? NDA is like a dark gray, like yeah, just very dark gray, kind of metallic-y. Um, and then it smells, that's a, I haven't really thought about the smell for these uh, these songs. I would say that it smells kind of like gas. It Ooh, just I love feels that like smell. cars to me. The song, I mean, that's why I made the video what it is. It's like I, this kind of gasoline, like burning rubber almost smell. And then everybody dies. Everybody dies is blue. It's it kind of varies like in my head sometimes i'll hear it and i'll see a different colored blue and then i'll like hear it in a different way and i'll see another type of colored blue i don't couldn't tell you but um that one smells like rain for sure oh yeah. i love that smell yeah what what is synesthesia then is it like do you is it like uh genetic i think it's genetic my dad has it um and i don't know who in his family had it but my dad has it my brother has it um we've had it for our entire lives um 
it's just, it, it's completely pointless. It has no meaning at all, <laughs> but it's there, you know, every, every day of the week, every color, every number, every word, all have specific, you know, colors and numbers and words. And it's, it's very ridiculous. So would other people that also have it associate the same colors and smell with the thing so, tomorrow or is it all personal? It's very, it's really personal. It's actually really funny because with having a dad and a brother who both have it, <laughs> we will sometimes like I'll say something about how like Monday is yellow the, the day Monday is yellow and my dad will be like oh my god no it's not it's it's this and my brother will be like, what are you guys talking about that's not that's not right neither of those are right it's this and we will have real arguments and like fight for why our colors are right it's so stupid but it's kind of fun I don't know I wish I had that <laughs> At least I think I do. Like, I have friends that can, like, see people's auras or they see spirits. And I think I want that, too, but I probably don't yeah, want that. I know. I feel like that, too. E says, uh, what songs on the album had an alternative name that you scrapped? Good question. Happier Than Ever was called Away From You. NDA was called, I, I don't remember what it was called, but it had another name. Didn't Change My Number was called Laura. Okay. <laughs> Um, because there's a line in it that says, Laura said I should be nicer, but not to you. Um, so we just originally called it Laura. Because it probably happens a lot, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It happened. I mean, everything I wanted, which is not on the album, but that one was called Nightmare. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a, Are you it's glad a you changed it to everything I wanted? Yeah, for sure. I think Nightmare was a little bit, didn't match the song. And also just, that's a lot of song names. Like, I feel like there's a lot of songs called <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Jax says, do you ever close your eyes and envision fans listening to your music? And if so, describe what you envision. Where are they? How are they listening? And how is it making them feel? Cute. Um, I think about it all the time, actually. Um, I, I, all, I do, <laughs> all I do is think about I, the fans listening to the songs for the first time. I can't wait for them to listen to this for the first time. I don't know. I, I don't really picture them in a specific place. I guess I just would want them to be wherever they feel the most at peace, you know? Yeah. Uh, but mainly it's like shows, you know, like that's that I can, I can just picture the audience and like the facial expressions and just singing along and, Oh my God, that's just what I can't wait. How for. good does it feel to know you already have a sold out tour? That's got to just give you the biggest high immediately. Like you have something that, that going to happen that you can look forward to that you know is going to be amazing oh yeah for sure i just wish that it was like closer yeah <laughs> I wish it was closer, dude. this is a good one too do you ever watch fans reaction videos and if so do you have any favorites i do i i i used to actually every single time i put anything out all i did was watch fan reaction videos um until i saw ones that were mean and i was like <laughs> so yeah. Uh, my favorites, my favorites are always like the sweet girls that like just really appreciate what I'm, you know, singing about or the videos or the th the ones, the ones that the people that make videos where they are so clearly taking in what I was saying or doing like, you know, the ones that I don't really like are, are when people like don't actually listen to the lyrics like because I I can't lyrics are everything like not listening to lyrics in a song is a crime to me I don't think you should be allowed to not pay attention to the lyrics so that's why like when a song is 
gets big that has bad lyrics, it like pisses me off. Even though I have songs that have not great lyrics for sure. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm a queen of lyrics, but I just think lyrics are so, so important. And even if they're objectively bad and you have a connection to them, that's what's important. So I don't know. I just hate when people are like, I don't even know the words, but I like the song. It like makes oh, me wow. curious. Some people just get off on the sonic feel, but I mean, your songs all do have a very cool sonic feel as well. But yeah, the lyrics are what makes your songs really powerful. You got to do that. And I know you leave it up to like audience interpretation, but it's got to feel kind of good if you like see a reaction video and they're getting out of it exactly what you pictured when you wrote it, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'll ask one more because I know we're going we're gonna to run out of time and I don't want to be rude to anybody else. Um, this is kind of a good one. Uh, Michaela said, you've mentioned that you like being famous despite it being difficult sometimes. What makes it worthwhile? Well, all the things that make it worthwhile haven't happened yet this year <laughs> because um, they're all, you know, in-person things and like real life things. So definitely the last year, I have not liked it, but I just, you know, it, all the all the fun, rewarding things haven't been, you know, happening. So and that's for all of us. That's not just me. It's every other artist in the world. Um, so uh yeah, I think that, but they're coming back though, you know? So yeah. I, I, I can't wait to feel that it, the, the joy again. The connection. Yeah, for real. God, I can't wait for it either, Billy. I'm looking so forward to the tour. I'm looking so forward to seeing you. I'm looking so forward to the album. Artists like you honestly make my job worthwhile, you know? So oh. thank, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. That's so sweet to say. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.